Hi, everyone. This is Wesley Town. Thanks for joining me today. Welcome to Better Days Season 2. Hello, friends. Thank you for joining me as I kick off Better Days Season 2. I've learned so much about suffering, pain, mental health, and what it means to be human through my journey. I've spent the last five years thinking about, researching, and teaching on mental health and suffering. And my passion has never been greater to be a voice of hope and help for people who are experiencing these life challenges. Here's my framework, my goals as I approach these subjects, teach on these subjects, speak on these subjects. First, to bring awareness inside and outside of Christianity. Upwards of 50% of people that are coming to a church gathering on a Sunday are suffering and or experiencing mental health. I would say society outside of the church probably mirrors those statistics. Second, to deconstruct false ideas and cliches about mental health and suffering. There's so many false ideas and cliches that are perpetuated inside and outside of Christianity And I hope to be a voice that dispels a lot of these false ideas and cliches. Third, to build a theology around these subjects that combine two major components. First, being human. And second, following Jesus. Those are not mutually exclusive. We cannot be silent about the challenges and realities of being human and how those play into our everyday life in a fallen broken, imperfect world. Fourth, to help people navigate these life challenges. As you're going through these experiences, you need knowledge, wisdom, and tools to help navigate the complexities of life as human beings. And then finally, fifth, to let people know that there is hope for better days ahead. I would like to share with you a few stories from my life that will help you to understand why I'm so passionate about these subjects. The first story is about my childhood. I grew up with a single mom and sister. I love both of them. Growing up to me seemed normal as a kid. We had great times and joy, like our yearly drive to Disneyland. We would leave in the middle of the night, get there, go to our hotel, put our bags away, go to the park, And we'd be there for like three to five days. It was epic. However, the older I got, the more I realized my childhood was far from normal. My parents divorced when I was two years old. That's hard. I had two additional stepfathers in my early childhood. My mother left one because he was stealing our paychecks to purchase drugs. The other one ended up in prison and he was a bad dude. With the chaos and instability in my home life, Growing up, I needed to find something to bring me stability. And what I found was sports. I put all my energy into athletics, and I wanted that to be my purpose and help me to have healthy goals for my life. During middle school and high school, I continued to pursue sports, athletics. I found success in sports and community, friendships, also found mentorships and coaches, and I had a healthy purpose. And beyond that, sports definitely helped me keep out of trouble. Before high school, I became a Christian. 
I had this friend named Adam. He was the first Christian I knew. He was also a basketball player, same grade, same age as me. He moved in my neighborhood from Seattle and we played basketball every day. He would go to church youth group every Wednesday night. Well, one Wednesday night, he kind of broke up our basketball game because it was three on three. Then we had two on three without him. So we decided to go to that church, make fun of the church kids. And we ended up seeing a full court basketball court at that church. It was like God was giving us the greatest gift. We had nowhere to play full court except that church. So we played basketball instead that night. We ended up going there week after week playing basketball. And it's through my relationship with the youth pastor that I learned about Jesus and forgiveness and hope and having a relationship with God. Just to backtrack a little bit. I felt an emptiness in my soul growing up. Despite anything I went through, the successes, the accolades, and even trying to process through the hardships of life without a relationship with God, for me, was immensely difficult. So I had this innate knowledge in my heart that my life was meant to be lived in a relationship with God as I was growing up as a child. I also was deeply broken from the instability and chaos and some of the hurt that uh, we experienced growing up. When I believed in Jesus and began to follow him and have a relationship with God through him, God began to heal my heart. God began to give me fulfillment and satisfaction that I had longed for before. A few years later, my junior year of high school, I really began to take seriously my relationship with God. The following year, my senior year, I started a Bible study on my high school campus and it grew quickly and impacted a lot of people. It was during this time of my life that I began to process through my purpose, what I wanted to do, the trajectory of my life. And I realized teaching this Bible study and processing through the life uh, hardships and pain and suffering that I went through growing up that I really wanted to make a difference in people's lives. I wanted to speak the message of hope and help in Jesus that I found to people also who were hurting or lost or empty in their soul. So after high school, I went to college. I attended two Christian colleges, both in California. I played basketball as well in college. Between my freshman and sophomore year, I began dating my wife. She was an amazing human. She loved people. She was uber creative, absolutely stunning an athlete herself, and full of ambition and life. It was like my dream. Shortly after we began dating, she was hit in a car accident. This was the event that led to a long road of pain and suffering. She ended up having major back surgery. This surgery led to a long road of recovery. Sometime after we got married, we packed up, moved to San Diego, California, where I finished college and graduate school. The second story I want to share picks up in 2008. In 2008, Karen and I moved from Maui, Hawaii, yes, amazing, to Eugene, Oregon, to start a church and reach college students. We moved from tropical paradise to a city that rains more than Portland and Seattle. We moved from Maui, Hawaii, where I rode my bike one mile to work every day, and across the street from my work was the ocean. To a city where if you rode your bike for eight months out of the year, you would be drenched in rain. The church we started grew from a handful of people in our living room to 2,000 people and two campuses in the first five years. It was amazing. 
remarkable to be a part of. The same month that we celebrated the five-year anniversary of Ecclesia, Kara was in another car accident. That car accident forever changed our life. For the next five years, her life consisted of medical testing, surgeries, therapies, being in and out of the hospital. During this time, she was also diagnosed with stage three skin cancer. And last April, she was diagnosed with a serious brain condition. These years have been painful and hard, filled with uncertainty, deep discouragement, exhaustion and weariness, and learning how to navigate life under hardship, pain, suffering. It was during these years that I began to have a passion to research, write, and speak about suffering and mental health. In light of my wife's medical situation and the lack of premier medical experts in Eugene, we decided to leave Ecclesia this last summer and move to Southern California. Leaving something that you've invested so much of your life and heart and energy and passion into is really hard. This has been a challenging, immensely difficult time in our life. But it's through these seasons and times in our life that we find purpose in our pain, hope in our struggle, and help along the way. Because of my own personal experience with suffering and watching those close to me suffer, and my education and years of investing in people's lives and walking with people through very challenging times of their lives, and the years of research and teaching on these subjects, I feel compelled to continue to be a voice and help people and give people hope through their own pain, suffering, and experiences with mental health. I'm so grateful for the opportunity to be an encouragement to your life. Let's walk through these challenging seasons of life with help and hope for better days ahead. Much love. That's a wrap for today. Thanks again for joining me. This is a new podcast, and I would love for your help to spread the word to bring hope for better days to as many people as possible. You can send a link to your family and friends, post something on your social media, and write a review on iTunes. Thanks for your support. I can't wait to join with you next Tuesday for another episode of Better Days.